Welcome to Leading Leaders Podcast. Five-minute videos, five days a week. I've been wrestling with a question, and maybe you've had the same question. When Facebook pays a $5 billion fine to the government, when Johnson & Johnson pays a $575 million fine to the government, when BP Oil pays a $2.1 billion fine to the government, where's that money go? Subscribe now for our extensive video library of leadership lessons promoting faith, family, and freedom. I'm Jay Lauren Norris with Leading Leaders Podcast, and I've really kind of been struggling with this because you hear words like personal responsibility. They will be held personally responsible for the opioid crisis. They'll be held personally responsible for the oil spill in the Gulf. They'll be held personally responsible for the data breach. But really, it's not personal. What we're looking at is the company has this way of, of, of filling their, their bank account. It's, it's called capitalism. They, they, generally speaking, provide a service to the people. And from time to time, they make a mistake. And when they make a mistake, the government rushes in to make sure that they pay their due penance and they, they, they are responsible for what went wrong. And granted, I believe that there are people who should be, see, what's the right way to say it? recompensed for their losses. For people who had a data breach, for an example, if it cost them their house because of their credit or it cost them the ability to get a car loan because it destroyed their credit because somebody allowed their data to be breached or to be doxxed, then someone should pay for that. But I'm not sure that it's the government that should get the money. That's the part that's driving me crazy. Of the $2.1 billion that was fined against BP oil for the spill in the Gulf, what was it, 10 or 12 years ago? How many of the people of Mississippi and Louisiana actually got money back for their destroyed lives, their property that was damaged beyond repair, their businesses that were shut down for months at a time? Did those people actually get money from that? Or did that money go back in the government coffers to pay for welfare programs, to pay for government trips, to fly across the world for, well, no reason at all, to get on private jets and talk about, I don't know, global warming? See, those are the kinds of things that drive me crazy. And I just wonder, in how many of these ways are we subsidizing behavior? The opioid crisis is a, is a crisis. I believe the latest stat that I saw said 400,000 people dead as a result of opioid addictions between 1990 and 2017. Pretty comparable to car accidents, less than abortions, less than heart disease, less than diabetes, but a significant number. I get it. But does a $572 million government fine do anything for the families that lost their loved ones? Does it do anything for those who are incarcerated as a, as a result of the behavior of their opioid addiction? Does it do anything to actually stem the tide of opioid addictions and opioid sales and people who can't seem to get away from drugs of whatever choice they can get their hands on? I mean, does that fine actually do anything of substance? Or is it simply taking the money from big capitalist companies like BP Oil, like the coal companies like 
the pharmaceutical companies, oh, well, that's right, they're the ones with the deepest pockets. I mean, what did the $5 billion fine levied against Facebook accomplish? Did it restore people's data or good credit? Did, did it undo anything? Did it repay the people whose lives were damaged or did it just put more money in the hands of the government? I'm not a conspiracy theorist. I'm just saying as leaders, we generally operate with a, with a pretty, pretty simple, basic concept. And that is that if we add value to other people, the quality of their lives will be better. If we add value to other people, the quality of our lives will be better. And generally speaking, when you add value to other people's life, money seems to follow that. When you offer a good, solid service, people like to pay you for that. Well, most people, except those who want you to subsidize their own personal behaviors and, and subsidize their own personal responsibility. And, and they want you to pay for their food. and They want you to pay for their house. They want you to pay for their college tuition. They want you to buy them a new car. And they want you to pay for their cell phone because they really don't know how to take responsibility for themselves. Adding value to them sometimes seems like throwing money into a black hole. But that's just my own soapbox. But I do seriously ask the question, when these gigantic, enormous fines are levied, who benefits? Is it just the government? Is the government using that money wisely? Evidence so far doesn't point that direction. But when big industries are under attack, who wins? When the oil and gas industry, all of fossil fuels, all of the coals, all of, all of the things that we dig out of the earth to use for producing energy, when those industry sectors are under attack by the government. I believe the words from both candidate Clinton and President Barack Obama were, I will shut you down. Sure, you can open all the coal mines you want to, but I'll just make sure you go bankrupt. To what end? Who wins? The hundreds of thousands of people without jobs? The money that's generated in those sectors in free market capitalism? Does the government win? Because solar power, wind power, they haven't been able to keep up. India's given up on it. It can't produce enough electricity to keep the lights on regularly. Who wins? Oh, that's right. The government can fine anybody they want to for whatever amount they want to and put more money back into the coffers to provide more free programs for people who don't want to take responsibility or produce income. They just want to accept it. I'm sorry. I, it's just a soapbox today. Is it a leadership lesson? Here's your leadership lesson for the day. I am not here to tell you what to think. As a leader, <clears throat> I believe my job is to inspire you to think. My job is to provoke you to think, to poke you and make you ask the questions like, what is redistribution of wealth? How would you go about it in America in a free market society when we don't live in a socialist or communist society yet? How would you take money from the very, very wealthy and put it in the hands of those who don't want to work? I don't know, maybe through very outrageously high fines levied against a company that apparently can spare it. I'm just asking you to think. I'm Jay Lauren Norris with Leading Leaders Podcast for Tell It Like It Is TV. Have a blessed day. Leadership team. If attitude is gonna have a deep impact on your business and bottom line, make it a positive attitude with a positive impact. Visit jlaurenorris.com slash attitude